It's Thursday, March 19, 2009. Yes, yes, as that sign says over there, my friends. Drill, baby, drill. We will drill here and drill now, and now is when you chant, drill, baby, drill. Yes. So whatever happened to drill, baby, drill? Whatever did happen to drill, baby, drill? Cities go solar. Plus, Alaska's war on wildlife. All of that straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this is your Drill Baby Drill edition of the Green News Report. Baby reports. Here's Desi Doyen with your green news. Now you remember the drill, baby drill chant. From I remember the it too well. Republican National Convention this past summer. Now not only has no new drilling occurred since then, but gas prices dropped anyway. Well, I, because of the drill, baby drill chanting. No, actually, it wasn't the chance that it brought was down not it. the chance that brought it down. Okay. No, it, according to the New York Times, the global recession has led to a huge drop in demand. That drop in demand has led to a huge drop in the global market price of oil recession, and gas. Recession, baby recession apparently okay. now oil and gas has fallen two-thirds from the record high in july now energy executives are saying they are drilling less and in some cases even shutting down the wells they just drilled because lower prices have taken all the profit out of the drilling business so had we uh, done a bunch of drilling back then when they called for it uh, we would have had these drills uh, these uh, well they're already stalled there? and there are people being laid off all over in mm. the oil and gas exploration industry so you know that's good for uh for people who want to pay less in their gas prices as well, for the economy in general, and also because destructive techniques like oil sands extraction projects are being stalled as well. But it's bad because of the layoffs for industry workers, and there's a huge loss in tax revenues for towns that are near those exploration areas, you know, the boom and bust cycle that also burned them in the 1980s. Now, at the time, Democrats had countered that oil and gas exploration companies should be forced to produce on leases they already have. Remember that part? The Interior Department's Inspector General, though, said in a new report to Congress this week that companies are actually under no obligation to produce from leases they already own, and the Interior Department has no formal policy to force them to use it or lose it. Now, is this Obama's Interior Department? Yes. Well, actually, I I think this is the same Inspector General that's been there before. But, you know, we wouldn't know anyway because the IG also says that the scandal-plagued Minerals Management Service and the BLM keep bad records and they don't enforce performance clauses that are already in the leases. Mm. Now, the Obama administration's budget for 2010 proposes new fees for not producing on those leases and also actually repeals a host of tax credits and other incentives for the oil and gas industry. Now, this is for the 2010 budget, which is currently under consideration. So these companies are holding on to these leases they've gotten from the government but not using them, Exactly, and that was the complaint that the Democrats had. Now, of course, Obama's going to try to make them, to actually charge them for not producing on those leases, sort of a rental fee, as it were, and he's also going to add those new taxes. And, of course, the industry is gearing up for a huge fight to save their subsidies, and the president of the Louisiana Oil and Gas Association says that the industry is on its knees right now, even though ExxonMobil, one of the bigger companies, of course, posted the highest profits in the history of the world one for five of the quarters. Bigger companies. Yeah, as a <laughs> lobby, baby, lobby. Okay. Yes, so another consequence of plunging oil and gas 
prices is now making it more difficult for renewable energy sources like um, solar and wind and other clean energy fuels to actually achieve parity in prices per watt for consumers. Oil has gotten so cheap, there's no incentive now to do the solar and the wind? There's less incentive. So cities are stepping into the breach, and they're implementing creative financing to bridge the gap. Gainesville, Florida, just became the first city in the United States this week that will launch an incentive program. It's worked very well in Europe. It's called Feed-In Tariffs. Homeowners are paid top dollar to sell their power back to the electric company at a guaranteed rate that's usually anywhere from two to four times higher than what the utility is going to pay to a coal-fired power plant for the same energy. These are uh, homeowners who have solar set up on their... Rooftop solar. And it's coming out of Gainesville? This is Gainesville, Florida. Florida. It's the first city, I know. Florida's doing something good? Yeah. Way to go, Gators. Now, according to the New York Times, again, feed-in tariffs have made Germany the most popular as far as the rooftop solar. They're actually five times more so have five times more rooftop solar than we do in the United States and the feed-in tariff system is what is credited for that. It's called feed and tariff? Feed-in tariff. You are feeding in your power to the electric company and you receive a tariff. They pay you a high amount of money for that. I want that. Yeah, now Berkeley, California has special tax financing to help home owners with upfront costs. Not the same, different program. Also working very well. Palm Desert, California, which gets 350 days of sunshine a year, has a new municipal financing program that lends the money to homeowners for the upfront installation, and then they pay back the utility company as a loan over the year, and the loan stays with the house, even if the homeowner moves. Nice. Yeah, it works out pretty well. Now, Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, lastly, promotes aerial hunting of wolves from helicopters, and now the Alaska (laughs) Board of Game is getting even more aggressive with those predators. They've just approved a proposal that allows hunters to kill 60% of black bears found on state lands and will gas wolf cubs in their dens, because they're saying that humans have too much competition for hunting in the moose population. Now, they used to call this predator control, but now they're calling it abundance management. Awesome. Kill them all. You can get more on that at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Drill Baby Drill Green News Report.